0: So yeah, recognizing how the brain works, I think is incredibly important because again, we are not our brains, but it is the most powerful tool that we have at our disposal. It is the number one technology that we have on this planet is the brain. Yeah. So we need to learn how to use it.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. All right. Be it, babe. We have one of your favorite guests back. You all love Dr. Philippe Dion when we had him on before. And I decided we had to bring on his other half of his podcast, the brain profits, which is Douglas map. And these two are brain nerds for sure. 100%. Um, and what I really loved is how they explained Well, we all need to be doing so much with our brains. And typically we wait until something is in need to work on it. And really our brains are something that we need to work on now. And how does this affect you being until you see it? Well, you need your brain to take you wherever you're going to go. So you are going to absolutely want to listen up to what Douglas and Dr. Philippe Dion have to say about this because y'all, um, we're we, I think we tend to put ourselves last. And when you do that, you're not only putting yourself last, but you're putting your brain last, probably last, last. And we go into how to actually put your brain more first. And also like what we all can be doing more in this world to be more like our brain and to take it to the next level is really interesting. We get to talk about a lot of things. Um, it's a great conversation. I'm excited for you to have it. And I also really loved, um, there be action items for sure. And also what, like you can just do them. You don't have to go buy anything. You can actually just go do them, which is really nice. And if you haven't noticed on the podcast, um outtakes, especially on the recaps, are happening because guess what? I'm perfectly imperfect. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I take a lot of messy action. I make a lot of mistakes and some of those things get taken out of the actual feed, but then the team puts it at the end of the credits. You know how, when you're at the movies and like something fun happens at the end of the credits and only the people who like stayed after got to see them. Well, that's what we're doing with this podcast. So enjoy um, hearing how many times I um, can't say a word, can't say my own name, can't say Brad's name or forget how this podcast goes. <laughs> All right. Until uh, And without further ado, here are the brain profits. All right. Be it babes. I'm so excited because we have a two person show happening here today. Well, it's three cause I'm the third, but we have two people <laughs> as guests <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of fun. First of all, they're just like experts in their area. You already know one and loved him so much. Dr. Philippe Dion is here. Um, he is, as you know, like the brain doctor and also part of the brain profits podcast and his other half is Douglas map. And he's here to talk about what they're doing together, what they do, um, in the world of just all helping us like Think in a different way. So, you guys, thank you for both being here. Can you, uh, each? I'll have um, Douglas, since this is your first time, you get to go first and introduce yourself, okay. and then we'll do the
2: doctor. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Douglas Map, founder of Think Up. I'm a cognitive development professional, um, and I'm one of the halves of the Brain Profits podcast. You can find me, of course, on uh, Twitter, primarily uh, at dmap2, uh, and you can also, you know, go check out Think Up at thinkupexcellence.com.
1: Awesome. Um, I, That's, uh, you know, good for you to be on Twitter. It's a brave place to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't really say, so, yeah.
1: Maybe we'll in the brain that world, later. that's really great. We'll have to talk more about that. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Philippe Dion, Um, for those who are new to you, can you remind us who you are and what you do?
0: Sure. So I'm a board certified neurologist. I'm author of the book Neuroplasticity, Your Brain's Superpower. I've got a children's illustrated series called Nuri the Neuron, where we teach kids about their brains and uh, how they can take care of their brains. And, um, I'm also the creator of the online course, take charge of your brain.
1: Very super cool. I love Nuri the neuron. I think (laughs) that's so cool. I don't think that when I was growing up, there was any books about the brain. So, um, kids are definitely getting more, more educated than I was when, when they're younger. Um, okay. So I want, so we've all, you all said some amazing words. I think what's really important is like to kind of go back to the basics. We're all in the same place. Uh, Douglas, when you say like cognitive, everything you said, can know. you kind of tell yeah. people like what a day in that looks like, or what it is that you're, you're per, like, what are you trying to get people to do with
2: that? Yeah. What we're trying to do is improve the way that people think. So, you know, how you go to the gym and then this is kind of appropriate for this co- uh, podcast. So you go know how you guys do Pilates in order to, uh, you know, improve the strength of your body, your physical self, right? So the cognitive development process is a process we put people through to improve the mental capacity or just the mental, uh, your, your, your thinking so that you can perform and produce at a higher level.
1: So you're basically saying that like, we have the power and the ability to kind of improve how we think, change how we think it's not, it's, it's not stuck just like how we right. were when you're younger it can have it has ever learning abilities
2: yeah yeah so you know if when once you understand the right type of activities to do uh we can improve like you know how fast your processing speed processes right how long your memory how much your memory can hold how like a much computer
1: more- but for my brain you can make my brain be faster yeah
2: yeah your brain is already faster than a computer but yes Essentially, <laughs> your think about think about like your control of it. Like so, imagine somebody who picks up a computer um, thirty years ago probably won't recognize how to really use this full capabilities. So we're part of that process of utilizing your full capability or more of your capability, right? And so um, you know, this is about to me. No knock on anybody else. Uh, it's about you know next level stuff. Like when you know productivity, how do we take it to the next level? And, mm-hmm. we, and it comes by understanding and not just understanding what your brain could do, but then putting it through the paces so that it can do it, right? It's one That's thing cool. to know, it's one thing to know what the form's supposed to look like. It's another thing to be able to do the form.
1: So that makes a lot of sense to me. I think that, um, thank you for using that analogy. And it's like, so I guess the next question for you is like, how do how do we know we need to improve our capability <laughs> Like, is it something that I come to you for because I'm feeling stuck in my job? Like, is it like, or you can do it in your work, in your capacity of thinking outside the box at home or at the gym? Like what, what is it that brings me to think like, I want to do this next thing.
2: That's a great uh, question. Like, how would you know? So this is going to be, this is me and Philippe's fight because it's our brain. And because we don't really see our brain and because we generally judge each other by each other, we don't really know. So mm. I call it, weird, I call it that right now we're facing a problem in America uh, and maybe even around the world in general, just by our society and at least first world countries, and it's called mental obesity. But because you can't see it, you don't know how, or you know, how I guess subpar or where your lack in performance is at, mm. right? So I would think that what we need to be doing is just like people should just generally exercise, we should be generally putting these practices into play, on um, the things that we do. So, yeah. if you want, if you want, so if you, so I'm going to use some metrics just to put put it in retrospect. So, uh, let's go twenty years ago, or well, almost twenty years ago. So, in 2005, right? So, in 2004, as a as a population that works on, on averages, we were productive. Our production rate improved at a rate of two point two percent year over year, right? Now, right, since 2005 to now, we improve at a rate of 1.4%, or at least from a productivity standpoint. So we're less productive than we used to be.
1: Because we're, we're overwhelmed with thoughts? Or we're overwhelmed uh, with, with
2: I would say, I would say, the op- not that we're, it's not so much the overwhelm, but it's the lack of ability to run the same race as fast. Mm, interesting right so we don't have to train the same way so like between 1948 and 1970 the world that we have now never existed oh yeah (laughs) right i mean as we have now so but right now we have the internet we have so many things that doesn't rely doesn't allow you or doesn't necessarily rely on you to have to think or create it i can you can ask a question of some device it tells you the answer you don't have to even think right you can hire somebody to do something for you that that you could have tried to build something yourself just to even get that you know, that, that brain associated with what that should take, that's gone, right? So there's a lot of things like visual processing that would be used in trying to put something creative together. So now as a people, we don't exercise our brains the same way so that you don't actually even know what you could have been doing.
3: That's and interesting, so it's, that's it's not, it's
2: not. So overwhelm, of course, happens because now you're trying to lift something that you're not strong enough to lift.
1: Yeah. But we used to be able to, and we used to have that capability. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, it's like when you get older, some things just aren't as easy anymore. You could do the exact same thing, but we're, we're still young.
2: (laughs) young. You should be able to do it.
1: So, so how did the two of you guys connect and start working together? Because you guys have this podcast and you, you, and as you said, you're like trying to get people to understand a problem that they don't know that they have because I feel like that'd be pretty meta. The brain needs to tell you that it's not (laughs) its capacity. I don't feel like that.
2: It feels a little bit like a bot. (laughs) Philippe, if you don't mind, I'd love to, let me tell this part of the story, then you pick up where I throw you in there. Um, So Philippe wrote this awesome book. It's called Neuroplasticity, Your Brain Superpower. And and of course, in my field, once I saw it, I had to read it. And so Philippe, tell the people about your book, man.
0: Uh, Yeah, so it's really about how, you know, our our brains adapt, how they learn, how they heal, but most importantly, that we have the ability to control how our brain evolves, right? So a lot about what we talk about is really about giving people their power back. Because one of the things that I always say is, like, you are not your brain. The fact that you are aware of your thoughts, the fact that you know you've got a brain inside your skull means that you are a much higher level than your actual brain. And so now it's about doing the things um, to keep your brain healthy, one. But to keep your brain evolving so that way you can overcome obstacles, you can <gasps> overcome the challenges that you face, you can create the life that you want for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? And so when we ask the question, well, like, how do people know that they may need, uh, you know, cognitive training or brain training? Um, well, we can always ask them, well, how, how's your life going? How happy are you? Are you anxious? Are you depressed? Are you accomplishing your goals? Are you living the life that you've always dreamed of? And a lot of people, that answer is going to be no.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, I'm mean, like, my brain just went to like three different things and a little bit more and a little selfish, like mostly because yeah. of our listeners are mostly women. D- does, does the women's hormones and the changes in that affect the brain's capacity to learn? And therefore do we have, like, is there something I should be doing now before, <laughs> before the <laughs> hormones change and fuck it all up? Like what?
0: <laughs> well, you know, here's the amazing thing, right? That all of our brains change depending on the phases in life that we're in. Mm. And we see this especially happen with women. Like their brains change in some incredibly just beautiful, beautiful ways, right? And pregnancy is a great, um, is a great time where you're seeing a lot of changes in the brain. And, mm. and the reason being that when a woman is going from not being pregnant to pregnant to preparing for this baby to come, her focus has to shift, right? Her focus is no longer on her the most important thing now is to make sure that this baby survives and does well and so the brain changes in ways to make sure that that happens so you hear a lot of women talk about that they've got pregnancy brain pregnancy brain is a is a real thing right but it is not at all a bad thing it's actually a really great thing right Mm. you don't you don't need it's not all that important for you to remember you know somebody's phone number i mean you know, most of us don't remember phone numbers nowadays. Anyway I don't know because... <laughs> Brad's,
1: I don't know my husband's phone number. I have right, to ask him all the time, what's your phone number?
0: <laughs> right. well, probably not the best example because that's actually one of the things that we have lost in the last 20 or 30 years, our ability to remember yeah. phone numbers because we don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you don't need to remember something that may not be important to the survival of your child. Mm-hmm. right? And so women attribute that to, to pregnancy brain. Some women think that it's not a good thing, but it's actually a really, really great thing. So, yeah, so hormones play a significant role on how, how our brains evolve.
1: That's really fascinating. I and mean, I love that you bring that up. I think every person listening here is like, oh, what a great way <laughs> to reframe that. And also, can we like shout it louder for all the people?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> to uh, come uh, find it. So uh, go ahead, Douglas.
2: No, I was going to say to write it back just a little bit on this finishing up the story when you oh, asked yeah, how to so mean him. Me. I'm so sorry. Okay. I got distracted. I got excited. Go ahead. Finish
1: it's the story. Right. Yes, we got to go back. Yeah, to yeah. So,
2: so after I read that great book that he told everybody about, um, which, you know, go get the books on Amazon, um, uh, I I reached out to him over LinkedIn uh And then you know we just kind of like chopped it up over that, and we became you know close, and so now we're you know cool people, and so I guess we're friends. But although we still have to meet in person, he's been busy, I've been busy, and we haven't met in person yet. but Wait, we how will.
1: long have you guys known each other, and you haven't met in person?
2: Oh man, this has been—is it going on three years now? This is the third year.
0: I mean, part of that is like COVID yeah, is lockdown. COVID. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got like he's and, had you know, surgery. And- yeah, and he's then he's
0: like in, everybody. he's like in Tennessee. Like nobody really wants to go to that part of
2: <laughs> that part of the world. No. right? Oh. <laughs> now, Sorry to my listeners.
1: Nashville people. I love it.
2: <laughs> uh, and, and, and we're in Knoxville and I tell him this all the time. One of the world's most leading laboratories is like 15 minutes up the road.
1: Wow, that's amazing. So, well, there you yeah, go. So I mean, he's. Reason. I feel like you're putting on thick, but maybe we can find <laughs> Vegas. Come to Vegas. It's a <laughs> <happy day>. Vegas. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, everyone loves it here. So okay. So going back to like you talked about, like there we can take our brain to like training camp, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, art. Yep. We have neuroplasticity, meaning we can like. Oh. Our brain is like we can we have the ability to change it. Is this like my um? So my dad doesn't listen to this show, so I can talk about him, but he <laughs> he. <laughs> he will do this whole thing. He's like, I had an old, had an old man day moment. And like, he tells mm. me he couldn't find his keys and it was around his neck the whole time, you know, like that kind of like, and I'm like, well, dad, I think like regular people, like any age, like that happens all the time. We're just distracted. But like, is there an age at which like that plus it's harder to take the the brain to the gym? Or is it like, as long as we were doing it, we can keep doing it. Like, what are what are the expectations? Obviously without like, you know, any exter- extenuating like conditions.
0: Yeah, so there's yes. definitely like critical periods in the brain's development where it's easier for that to happen, but we retain that ability throughout our entire lives. As long as mm-hmm. we're doing certain things that are really healthy for the brain and promoting neuroplasticity, like exercising, like getting a good night's sleep. Actually, that's when you're seeing a lot of these neuroplastic changes happening when people are in the deeper stages of sleep and a lot of people mm-hmm. are uh, sleep deprived. And when we say exercise, it doesn't even necessarily mean you to to gym and using some weights. It could be dancing. It could yeah. be, you know, Pilates, which which you got me to do, by the way.
1: Did you do it?
0: <laughs> I did. I and got I, another
1: guest to do it. <laughs>
0: yeah, you got me Jeez. to do, which was awesome.
1: Yeah, um, isn't that fun?
0: It it's really great. You just can never find an appointment.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I well, yeah. well after we'll get offline and I'll find out where you yeah. are and and I'll help you find that. But you know, um. I love that you bring that up because I think sometimes people think that like, Oh, the gym is exercise and then yoga is stretching. And then we don't really know where Pilates is. We'll put it in somewhere in the stretchy camp. And, and really it's like any kind of movement that is intentional that like you, you're not on your, I mean, I guess you could be on the bike on the phone, but like, you know, intentional movement where you're actually trying to like move the body in a different way and strengthen some things. But I, to, to give Pilates a nice little hit, I have been trying to do this one this exercise I've been able to do for years. So the strength part of it, no problem, but there's a rhythm to it. It has this it's, um, so for everyone listening, Pilates is not slow. <laughs> Pilates has its every exercise has its own rhythm. And this one exercise it's a fast overhead, like a fast plow. So legs parallel to the floor and up that over up has to be really fast. And then you take your time. So there's this moment where you have to get your whole body over and up. And like, because of that inertia to get it over and up fast, when you get up, you have to stop and you have to catch it. And like, that's really hard to do because it takes control for years. I've been trying to get my brain to understand the fast part to get to, to catch the slow part. And I finally did it finally did it. And I was like, ah, you know, but like, it's a, it is a strength thing. It's a coordination thing. It's getting your brain to like focus on it. So, um, so hopefully I like took my brain to the gym as well in that moment. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. And you know what I love about that story? You said four years, I've been trying to get my brain to understand the fast part. So you in that statement recognize that you are not your brain.
1: Yeah, that's mm. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fascinating. So, well, so when when you, so Douglas, when you are taking people to gym and taking their brain to gym, what does that look like Um, for, let's say, I just like want to be able to take in more information and not, you know, yeah, spill over. Yeah, no, all. we
2: can, we can do one right now. Um, we okay. can do, give you a working memory exercise and you can just follow along with the people. Um, so all I want you to do is tell me the sum of the last two numbers that you tell me.
1: Okay. So if I okay. just tell you, oh, I'm you're going to give me the
2: numbers. I'm going to give you the numbers and okay. you're going to tell me the sum of the last two numbers that I tell you. Of course, this is a conversation. So you're going to speak and then I'm going to speak, but I still want the sum of the last two. Okay. okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. One, two. Great. One. Four.
1: Wait, no. Oh, I see. I'm missing the I'm un- misunderstanding. So the last two numbers. So you said one, two, then two, three. Uh-huh.
2: Two. Four. No, three. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we push your brain to like focus on what I'm saying, not what you're saying. And most people's brains want to go like, oh, what did I say? What did I say? Mm-hmm. What did I say? Mm-hmm. We always focus yeah, on I'm, what we say. I'm definitely we,
1: feeling like I'm a most people right now, not feeling. Yeah. It.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so that's just a simple working memory exercise that also focuses on, um, uh, well, not necessarily processing speed, but auditory processing, um, and you could use some visual processing in the in, in as the same time as you're doing that particular thing. But it's about putting yourself through the right type of r- rigorous uh, exercises that are right underneath frustration to promote um, positive, uh, neuroplastic processes. Mm. And so, and that's what we, you know, that's just one little one that we do. We have yeah, have that that,
1: that one is, um, problems. that one, I'm going to say it, I needed to go back to school for that. That was,
2: <laughs> no, and see, and I didn't, we didn't even, I just kept repeating the same numbers over and over. I know. Was like, I know. did he say? <laughs> now, now the crazy part is when, if I did it and said something you said, then you start to question, are we saying the same things? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, there's yeah, I also the brain is very funny because like I think because I know I have a brain and then I get a little, I'm one of those people, I'm I'm not a hypochondriac, but sometimes I like when I switched a word, I wasn't reading the word, I was remembering the word from Instagram and I was dyslexic with it. And I was saying it and I was saying, like, that's not it. But like in my brain, I could picture it was like Chapel Allerton. I was saying challow at challer Appleton. And I was like, am I Dyslexic am I speaking? <laughs> So then it's like, okay, am I getting too old? What do I need more (laughs) sleep? Is there something wrong? (laughs) So how do you know something's wrong before, or if we're just being like a crazy hypochondriac? Yeah,
2: that's a great question. How do you know something's wrong? So it's harder with our brains to recognize because we, you know, we're, always kind of doing too many routine things to really notice so when something starts to slip off that's when it's, we notice and sometimes that could be too late uh but i would like to say one of the things that we are about me and philippe um is about being proactive right and if we stay proactive then we don't have to worry about the slip Like you don't want to worry about the problem you know it's too late at that time you're like way behind the eight ball and it's costly more costly to fix a problem than it is to kind of stay healthy and so I'm in that camp of like of of trying to stay ahead of the game.
3: Because our
2: brains, we only have one brain. And as resilient as it is, uh, you know, it's 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 you know, it's it's too nuanced to say, let me, let me, let me let this particular part of it slide. Yeah. So that's what I say about that. But I do want to say sleep, like, you know, people talk about getting sleep a lot because it's just like it just seems well, when the general person I think hears, hey, you need to get more sleep. It's, it's, I think hits dead airs to some degree because it's like, oh, why do I need more sleep? But there's a process your brain actually has to go through and Philippe talk about the brainwashing process. if You don't mind.
1: Yeah. I want to hear it. Cause I've been, I've been trying to get my aura ring average sleep to be up. And whenever I actually read the stats, I get depressed. Cause I'm like, well, my REM is not getting any longer. My deep sleep is not. <laughs> I'm like, what do I want these numbers to be? Cause they all don't seem high enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, you know, here's the great thing. Like we always recommend that people get like six to eight hours of sleep per night. And there's a reason. So the brain goes through the, this cycle, right. Of uh, non REM sleep, REM sleep. And it's really in the deeper stages of sleep that we see a lot of the healing that happens. Right. But it takes about 90 minutes or so 60 to 90 minutes to get into those deeper stages of sleep. Mm-hmm. And you need to go through that cycle at least four to six times in the middle of the night. And so that's why we tell people six to eight hours of sleep per night. When you get into the deeper stages of sleep, so our brains are bathed in fluid. Our brains and spinal cord are bathed in fluid. We call it cerebrospinal fluid or CSF. And what we've realized is that when we're in the deeper stages of sleep, there are waves of this fluid happening. And it's thought that uh, the reason that we're seeing these waves is that the brain is essentially clearing out the toxins that build up throughout mm-hmm. the day. And when those toxins accumulate over a long period of time, that's when people develop things like dementia, right? And mm-hmm. so there there are links between dementia and sleep deprivation, especially Alzheimer's dementia and sleep deprivation. The other thing that we know is that in the deeper stages of sleep, your brain and your body release brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is the chemical that triggers neuroplasticity that's the chemical that promotes neuroplasticity so yeah getting- so
2: think about think about that as like fertilizer for your brain if you think about like you know growing plants and stuff okay yeah,
0: yeah. so sleep yeah. is made really for your brain
1: well that makes a lot of sense <laughs> i mean i think people are they're they're if they would actually say it's for their brain they might actually they give it in a different way you know or use it in a different way i think mm. they're they're um they, sometimes I hear, I feel like the people around me when they talk about sleep, it's like, Oh, I have to go to sleep. Cause like got a work day tomorrow. And it's like, well, actually it's so your brain can like run your body through whatever you want to do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that you can do whatever. So when it comes to like, I mean, I'm sure there's so many tools and I don't know if this is like up your, your, your two alleys, but like, what are some things that can help people like Like, be it till they see it when it comes to being a better sleeper. Are there things like that they could be considering during the day? Obviously, like screen time before bed is a terrible thing. But like, what are some other things that people could do to just really prepare themselves for their brain going, you know, to fertilizer school?
0: Yeah. So having good sleep hygiene is really important. And what I mean by that is that you do need to prepare your body and brain for sleep. And so you probably shouldn't eat three to four hours. Your last meal should be three to four hours before you go to bed. Right. You should turn down the lights as the evening uh, approaches because that signals to your body to start releasing melatonin, which is the, you know, chemical that tells your brain that it's time to go to sleep. Um, You should avoid caffeine eight hours prior to when you're going to go to bed, right? Um, I tell people all the time, the bedroom, only two things take place in the bedroom, sleep and sex. Everything else, get all the electronics out of the bedroom. TVs, laptops, phone, all of that. Mm-hmm. So there are things that you can do every single day to help to prepare yourself uh, to get a good night's sleep.
1: Yeah. I think um, I definitely, uh, I was, I was so good about my phone, not coming into the room. And then my husband went away for a month and we have this, this is town. We have an electronic uh, sign glass door and it's because to let the dogs out, there's only one way out and we have to go all the way around. We're in the back of the house. It'd go all to the front of the house to go back through the middle to the back of the house to let them out. And so we got this electronic door. However, it only lets them out. It doesn't let them in. So we have to <laughs> let them in with the phone app. And when he's here, he can do it. <laughs> but he went away, which was only for two weeks and it was a month. And so then my phone made it back in the room and I have not gotten myself back in the habit. So by the time this episode comes out and Brad and I do the recap, I will, I will let you guys know if I'm able to recreate that habit, but it made a massive difference for my sleep because I, like I had sometimes, well, I spent many years where I had stomach issues that then caused me not to sleep much, and then my sleep, stomach issues become this vicious cycle. So I'm really like I'm always very aware if I've got deep sleep or not because I'm like, what did I <laughs> what did I eat? What's going on? Because I don't ever want to go back to where I don't get my sleep, which then therefore doesn't put me through a digestive cycle. and then I go back to like not sleeping again. It's um my own priority thing, but I find that people don't realize the two can be very connected. And then they don't see it. That sleep is so amazing. So I love those. You guys are going to have to tell us how you use them. So you guys decided to start a podcast together because you wanted to hang out more because you realized you were like trying to do the exact same thing. Or, I mean, I can see the main problem you guys have is that people need to do what you're talking about before they need to do it. So (laughs) you're trying to get people to do something they don't know that they prevent a problem, which is always hard to get people to do. So how, how did that whole thing come about?
2: Yeah, so I think, well, we could, we do use our podcast for two reasons. That's, of course, to elevate the conversation, right? And then also to kind of learn from people if it's as important to them as we think it should be, right? And so most not often, it's not as important. That's number one. But, they, but the, at the same time, they don't recognize the factors necessarily that lets us know, or that would let them know, hey, there's an issue. And so but, at, but we want to keep it fun so it's still a fun podcast we talk about some of the challenges that arise and what could happen if people um, did kind of uh, put their brain through these paces that kind of help them do better right uh, and so we, we've had the mix of people from the like you know sexuals or not honestly say sexual but sex psychologists right to help people with their relationships all the way to like business owners we even had a uh, one of the um, physicists from the o- o- Oak Ridge National Laboratories who came on to talk about, uh, you know, how the thinking of people in that world effect- could be affected by, you know, uh, the work that they do um, and how, you know, their performance matters in that range mm. or in that realm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I like it. So you're like trying to see what people actually are thinking about, if they're thinking about it at all when it comes to what you guys are doing and also how other people are doing it. That's a-
2: Yeah. Because like I said before, with the, if you look at the numbers, uh, you know most of the things that we work on, at least on, on my side that we work on is has to deal with what we were studying in children up until nineteen eighty four so and, and and at that time in nineteen eighty four that's when people were like, "Hey, I wonder if this is if you know all this brain stuff is gonna matter to adults and lo and behold, uh they found that it did, and so now, from there, you know you move us um you know, 10, 15 years later, this is you know, this neuroscience field is one of the latest fields in the country when it comes to like how we can help ourselves do more with this super powerful machine. Right. Isn't it's that probably, so
1: fascinating that like it's like it's that it's now a fast growing field? Like I feel like we should have been making that happen sooner.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, but I, I don't know, I don't know. You know so from a historic standpoint, I don't know if there was enough of us curious enough to, to see the dynamic moves and and in, in, you know, how we can kind of put things together and move, right? Most of the people that are, that are movers or shakers or that are creating are not in this, that field. Right. And it's mm-hmm. hard to study them. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know. What do you think? Philippe?
0: Well, you know, I come from a healthcare world where everything is incredibly slow and archaic, <laughs> right. So, so you're uh, used
2: to it. So you're used to it.
0: No, but actually what I will say is business people move conversations forward. And business people have a really amazing take on the brain, whether they realize it or not, um, When, as opposed to people in healthcare, as opposed to doctors, nurses, mm-hmm. pharmaceutical companies. The agenda is different, right? Yeah. And so when you look at entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, it's all about growth. I got to grow my business. Well, in order to grow my business, I need to grow. I need to evolve. I need to develop myself. Well, that's all a brain thing. Yeah. Your evolution is about your brain, whether they put into those terms or not. You know, I was at a recently at a conference with a bunch of entrepreneurs. Got to hear like Tom Brady speak, some really uh, powerful speakers. And it's really in their conversations about who they had to be, who they had to become. It really was about how they had to change their thinking, how they had to change the actions that they they. Uh, we're taking in order for them to create the lives that they wanted for themselves. And as a neurologist, I'm like, Oh, it's, it's all a brain issue.
1: Yeah. That's, I love that you brought it that way because it made me think like when I started doing what I was doing, I was by myself. So I was doing everything by myself. I was pulling my, I like, you know, I was like trying to learn this over here and trying to figure out how to like update a link on a website (laughs) by myself, like all these things. And then I grew the team But that required me to think in a different way. I had to stop thinking like I'm the only one doing it. I had to start thinking like there's other people here and then relying on that. And that's a whole other way of thinking because now you're leading a team to do the thing that you wanted to do while still learning how to do what you want to do. (laughs) Um, And then years later, the team expands. There's um, now even more things. And so um, I think we, I think as, as you brought that up, it made me think, 1000% 1000% we have to change where we're thinking, but also how much we underestimate that. We think there's something wrong with us that we aren't able to quickly switch into this new role. Like, and it's like, well, actually, no, you, you have, your brain hasn't been doing it like that. You have to probably train your brain to reconsider. Like, you know what I mean? We're not born with like all, the, all the skill sets that are there that we were learning. We have to learn them just like a new language or, or something when we were a child. Right.
0: Yeah, and if you think about the way that we learn in school, right, it's very much about being an individual, right? There's no teamwork in school. We call that cheating. (laughs) But in real life, it's all about teamwork, right? Yeah, or if you
1: are doing a group project, one person's doing it and everyone is. That's
0: right. That's right. (laughs) 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 And so it's really about, so you know, essentially we've been trained for years on how to do things by ourselves, which, you know,
2: it's counterproductive to how the brain works, You're right?
0: Yeah, it's not a successful way of going about it. Even when we think about how the brain works, the reason why the brain is so powerful is because it's got billions of neurons that make trillions of connections together. Every brain disease is because of a breakdown in communication between those neurons. Mm-hmm. Every brain disease. A stroke, you, you, know, you get the blood flow is blocked to a particular part of the brain, neurons start to die they can't communicate with each other right ms you can't send signals as quickly as you should and so the communication is impaired whatever it is it's a breakdown mm-hmm. in communication so teamwork is incredibly important
1: that is interesting yep. so so i guess like training so you're obviously you're saying like the brain svn teamwork but also like teamwork with others like what are some what are some ways to or where can we all find, is it your book? Like, where can we find out how to like get our brain to understand that teamwork? Cause all I'm thinking is like, oh my gosh, I need all of those connections to like stay fresh, stay young, stay fresh, stay
0: young. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that I tell people all the time is you need to act more like neurons, right? The reality is that when uh, communi- there's communication breakdown between couples, that's when divorce happens or separations happen. When countries have communication breakdowns, that's where war happens, right? When bands no longer communicate well, that's when the Beatles break up or whoever breaks up, right? So, um, so yeah, recognizing how the brain works, I think, is incredibly important because, again, we are not our brains, but it is the most powerful tool that we have at our disposal. It is the number one technology that we have on this planet is the brain. Yeah. So we need to learn how to use it.
1: Yeah, and then we'll, and then everyone's like, how can I outsource? this amazing tool into like chat GPT. And it's like, well, your brain.
2: Yeah. yeah, That's, that's (laughs) an interesting So, you know, I, I talk to educators sometimes as well. Uh, and one of the things that I, that I think what this is going to do, well, will be the next separator. So, Oh, I want to say this too, because this is very important for, for business owners that are listening. Um, so the best companies are more productive from the more productive than the slowest companies by five times. So if you're not so if you're not putting yourself through the paces to try to close the gap between you and the leader in your market, they're five times better than you. That's number 1. So the gap will continue to increase. But when you look at like the AI like these AIs that can kind of think for us, you know, think in quotations. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is the people who are going to be able to use that the best are the ones who have the wherewithal to ask it the best questions. Right? Wow. So not just asking any type of question; it's going to be the best questions, which means they have to know well enough to work with the AI and not have the AI kind of work, you know, it, them work for the AI, right? And so yeah. that's going to be the the separator between um, those who succeed succeed next and everybody else. I believe.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. It's like the the difference between asking it to tell you a nighttime story, and they also asking to tell you a nighttime story read by a pirate who understands that. Um, they're trying to get, you know, like just like yeah. really getting a, aware details. of what you needed to know. Yes, exactly. Like um, we, I haven't used it yet. Cause I actually really love to write and I really know who I'm writing to. And I, those that it's actually slower for me to edit <laughs> anyone else's <laughs> writing uh, the same thing. I'm like, I see start from the beginning, but my husband used it. And he's like, here, make me a two sentence description based on this outline. Boom. And so like what he got back was like amazing and very useful and needed very few edits. When he said, make me a two paragraph description of this outline, there were some edits there because he was like, I wouldn't use that word I would use this one. But then when you say, make me a blog post, it got, you know, like you, c- it's, um, if you can figure out, but you have to actually have the cognitive ability to understand what you want, why you want it, what's the best thing that's going to happen. Otherwise it's just going to be a, a, a different Google search.
2: <laughs> 100% correct. It's gonna, it's going to, well, so we'll see, you know, we'll see where it's taking us, where it will take us, but history will show it's probably not gonna help us as much as we think it is. Maybe right here now it's gonna be fine, but like the next generation will probably hurt us. It'll probably hurt us more. than That's
1: what I worry about though, right? Because we already know like what screens do to our eyesight and all, (laughs) and to our ability Uh. to sleep and all of these things, right? So then it's like, if we're not using, and like, I'm okay with not memorizing, but people's phone numbers, I'm, I, there's other things I can like, you know, maybe memorize instead, but like, I, I do worry that I do actually worry people will use their brains less. And I'm actually like, it just makes me a little like sad because it is such a powerful tool, as you know. And like, I think when people, I think where people lose their way is when they feel like they don't have purpose and they don't feel like they have purpose because everything is doing everything for them.
2: That's I don't know. Just, is that a, is that I want a brain to, I thing? want to yeah it is you're right I, I want to amend what i said and said that you know it'll take us down this dark path but only if we don't train our brains alongside it because you know so if we do nothing and go down the same path yeah, we're gonna have some problems but if, if we do if everybody does what me and Philippe say <laughs> you know they'll be, we'll, be, we'll be fine but um you know uh it's gonna take but it takes effort and that's the thing that I, that there's no pill for this. I know everybody wants to take some magic pill. That's going to, you know, I didn't even ask what's a
1: supplement we can all take for our brain. I didn't ask because, you know, I mean, there's
2: Philippe, Philippe, we got one for sale on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It almost seems like we should get in that game, but that game is such a, 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 uh, you know, it's not genuine because it's not going to give you the overall performance that you want, which is just, you know, more fitness, brain fitness. It's just going to get you to where maybe you have tricked yourself into thinking more so than likely that you've done something great yeah right? the, placebo, the placebo effect is real um you know i think of from an analogy standpoint getting better sleep the, it'll probably do what those pills are trying to do if 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 you thought about uh for people who live in like the northeast and some places where it snows and they they put brine all over the ground and it throws up on your car then like the next day you think i need to power wash my car so this stuff doesn't ruin my car That's why you need to sleep so that your brain can have those, those toxins pushed out. Right. And so if we could see the, these more harsher images, maybe we need to do like a, this is your brain. This is your brain on not sleep type of (laughs) commercial.
1: Hey, as a child of the (laughs) eighties, it really worked. I did not do (laughs) drugs.
2: I only drank. (laughs) (laughs) You only drank. That's funny.
1: (laughs) Have you ever noticed Um, that? Like, if you look at a kid from the eighties who saw all those commercials with a, with a scarred. yeah you're scarred i know so every 80 person from the 80s i know that knows that they're like i don't i don't do drugs but i drink they all like they it didn't do they didn't do the same thing for drinking so i
0: don't know they, they definitely didn't run the same ads for drinking
1: yeah they did not and it was just
0: people... eggs it was just eggs frying on a pan for the yeah <laughs> this is your that's brain all on drugs.
1: yes that's it <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. It's not yeah. complicated. Um, it's probably uh, probably a different visual than we all think our brain is actually doing. <laughs> but yes, don't do drugs, guys. Um, all oh, some of them are really good. <laughs> some of them, I some of them are great. Um, and uh, and I'm really excited to see what they're doing with the with the vets. But um, I'm I, before I let you guys go. Um, I just want to make sure that that we highlight you have an amazing podcast. It's called the Brain Profits Podcast, and people can nerd out on the brain with you guys every single week over on your podcast. Yes? Anywhere yes. they listen podcasts.
0: Yeah. And yeah, we yeah, bring yeah. on some phenomenal guests. Like we've had uh we've had like psychic mediums, right? We've oh, yeah. had it's true. I mean we've had you. Oh we've honestly. had me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, than, wait, we, hold on.
1: We have to go back to the psychic mediums. So oh that's interesting. Well you guys study the brain. Like is this possible?
2: I mean it's possible. I think it's possible. You know you know how strong your brain could possibly be? Yeah.
0: And, and when we think about our our senses, right, we think about sight, smell, touch, hearing, um, taste, but there's so much more to yeah. our ability to sense what is going on around us.
1: There is a psychic you guys should interview. Um, She is, uh, her name is Jen something. I'll find it for you. She's uh, James on James Wedmore's podcast. She's his girlfriend. And she talked and she broke down like the different psychic abilities. Cause you can be psychic with with, um, smells, like you can smell something and then it's actually like, it's not, the smell's not there. Like you just like your your sense picks it up. And then it's like a, you like hat, like that alerts you to a psychic ability that you have or a hearing thing. And you can hear something before people say it, or there's the thought one. And then there's, there's another one. It's really fascinating. And I was like, Oh, because sometimes I hear things before they're said, And I was like, I just thought I was going crazy, but now I just think I'm psychic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm reading a book right now called mental distal influence oh your ability to connect with people you know that are nowhere near you
1: that Ooh. is crazy that's, yeah. like that's, that's like a twin thing
0: that's like a twin thing
1: okay so we're gonna <laughs> take a, interesting we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna find out uh all the places you can work with them and also their be action items
3: Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, we've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple.
1: Yeah, and you're probably wondering like, how can you actually do it, no exceptions? I know you guys travel all the time, you've got a lot going on, you're running three businesses, here's the deal, it's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge, I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG one, I pour my AG one, and if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food and we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling, What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that, especially on the road, when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AJ1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is, or maybe your life is simple and you're going to add something extra simple to it.
3: If there's one product i had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com B-E-I-T. Check it out.
1: All right, guys. So um, I know we said the top, but just in case um, people are like skipping through, uh, where can people find you, follow you, work with you, get connected with you? Go ahead, Douglas.
2: So uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. i am Douglas map DouglasMap1s2ps uh, on LinkedIn. You can find me on the Twitter streets, which I don't say too much on there other than maybe some sports things. And then from time to time, I say some interesting things, but that's at DMAP2 on Twitter um, and of course, you can go visit the website at thinkupexcellence.com. And you can hit me on my email address at D-M-A-P-P at thinkuptn.com.
1: Very cool. And Dr. Philippe, where can people find you, follow you, work with you?
0: Yeah, so people can go
2: to my website,
0: inlebrainfitinstitute.com So I-N-L-E, uh, brainfitinstitute.com. They can find me on Instagram, uh, philippe.md. They can find me on TikTok. I've even started tweeting. I've made it this thing to, I need to tweet something every day. So, yeah, they yeah. can find me on all the social media platforms.
1: And also the TikTok, well, uh, for Nuri the Neuron or. Oh, I can't, I
2: can't, I can't wait to see you break dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think I'll be breakdancing dancing.
1: No, I, I'm one of those, t- I'm like, <laughs> I refuse. I will, I will, I will get my message out without pointing <laughs> and dancing. Okay, so um bold, executable, intrinsic, targeted steps people can take to be it till they see it. What do you have for us?
2: Believe you go first.
0: <laughs> yeah, listen, I something I've started doing recently. I take freezing cold showers.
1: Oh, Brad's been doing this. I hear a yelp through the house every morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they they are amazing. Um, and when we think about the brain, right? So the brain is like two percent of your body weight, right? It only weighs about pounds, and yet it consumes about 20% of your energy, uh, much more if you're a child, much more if you're, you know, sort of actively doing something, and so when you are taking a cold shower, you are, the blood is going from your periphery to your core, right, uh, it's reducing inflammation throughout your, everywhere, but all that blood is going to your core and gets pushed up to your brain, feeds your brain everything that it wants. And you just feel cognitively alert. You feel a lot more awake. Um, and it's been it's been just awesome.
1: Yeah. I um I've been making excuses to not do this, but um as you were saying this, I was like, Oh, I can use the guest bathrooms shower to do this cold shower in the morning. So I'm not waking up. <laughs> everyone. So thank you for that. I like, I love that. That's wonderful. And also it it prepares you for sleep that night, everyone, just so you know, like it's actually part of the morning routine that prepares you for nighttime that helps you sleep. At least that's what I learned when I was doing a whole sleep thing. Douglas, do you have a beat action item for us?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So understand your, uh, your cognitive abilities. Like I would say, go find a a cognitive assessment, learn about your, your cognitive strengths and weaknesses, then create a a cognitive or a mental regimen to put yourself through in order to level up Um, and if you ever need help with that you can come visit us at find us on the 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 uh social media streets and we can help you figure that out
1: Wonderful. All right. You two, this is so fun. I really love nerding out on the things that can actually help us um, sometimes get out of our own way, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally, and um, and really ha- do more in this life because we have so much to give. And so um, the more we can actually understand our brain and really propel it forward so that it can take us to the next levels is really appreciated. So thank you both so much, y'all. How are we going to use these tips in your life? Um, Tag us, Uh, the Be A Pod. Make sure you tag the guys here from the Brain Profits and let them know how this affected you what made you think and then until next time be it till you see it
2: thank you for having us yeah for sure thanks guys
1: that's all i got for this episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be it till you see it is a production of the Blue Podcast Network.
3: It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll.
1: It is produced and edited by the Epic
3: team at Desenia. The our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist, jean Franklin Chofer.
1: Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions.
3: Also to Angelina Heracom for adding all the content to our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Hmm.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Were you here for the 10X?
0: Yeah, I was here for the 10x with the conference. Oh my god, yeah. I
1: was at a dinner with a bunch of 10x people uh, right. <laughs> that went till that went till fucking midnight, and I was like, "This is um not how I do life, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a 10x
3: <laughs> person." <laughs> That's so, hilarious.
1: Yeah, like I was. I looked at the clock and I was like, "Are you kidding? It's 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 midnight. This is we have to go. Everyone, we're going." <laughs> you know, Michael. Uh, he from you were on his podcast, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. I was yeah. trying
0: to meet up with him last week.
1: Yeah, so we were at dinner with him, and then and then he's moving here. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Like oh, next nice. Week. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. and he said he won. I'm not even telling. Don't tell him. Um, he probably saw the news. he's said like, he's moving here because he wants to get out of the cold of Denver. It just snowed. Like I literally was just out in the snow.
0: I <laughs> uh, last week when I was there, I'm it sitting snowed. here. It snowed. Yeah. I was like, what is this hitting me in the face? Because it hasn't snowed in New York.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, um, and then try to explain that to someone who's like, well, see, it's so cold. It's not global war. And I'm like, I just can't with you. <laughs> Business this moment. I can't with I you. Mean, <laughs> I
0: had a meeting yesterday and somebody was like, you know, when you used to be a doctor. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
1: used I to be a spent
0: <laughs> a whole lot of money. I'm a doctor forever.
1: <laughs> Any questions?
0: Nope. No questions. No. Do I need to look straight into the camera? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it will go on. They'll do a YouTube. Um, So you, you know, you sh- you can. Um, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, that would be good. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tabby Active Socks. And you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a tabby, And you can use my discount code, Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do.